Thanks so much for downloading the episode on the show today. We talk about anxiety, self-inflicted on my part. We also talk about flirting in Paula's world. Her son is experiencing some serious flirting issues and how terrible we are at it. Plus, ugly and awkward moments of the week, flirting edition. Thank you so much. Shop lipandclip.com. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. Stay away from her. She's a whore. Paula. I know how to be me or I know how to be a total slut. Uncensored as always, it's time for the ugly truth. Welcome to the ugly truth. This is episode 361. We are Sisters Who Podcast. Yes. Yes, we are. Um, Before we get into our first topic, uh, which is somewhat of a source of one of the many reasons why I'm having anxiety this week, is Malia's friends, they're all seniors, and they're all half of them are 18, and it's a big group, and they can't find a place that everybody agrees on to have dinner at Senior Ball. Yeah. Because when you're a senior, you don't get a limo. You drive yourself. Because you're going to be out all night. You're not coming home till dawn. You know, last thing you need is a limo to keep you stranded somewhere and take you home at a reasonable hour. Right. So I offered and I said, hey, if you want, you know, you're and your friends can eat here and then you guys can just leave from here. And that way, you know, because I'm sure some of your friends want are going to want to leave their car here, blah, 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 because they usually get ready at our house. But uh, they're getting ready at another friend's house and then they're all going to come over here. And so now it's become a thing and now it's an event. So we're going to have like. 15 kids and their parents. Oh my God. And it's going to, I know it's now it's a, now it's a thing. Now it's a party. <laughs> so I told Daryl, I said, so yeah, I think he goes, Jamie, he goes, what happened? How did this turn into this? And I said, I don't know, but I think it's going to be great. And he said, um, that's really expensive. I said, well, and I told Malia and I said, actually, I was going to suggest that since nobody has to pay for dinner out, which would be like 50 or 60 bucks a couple, Perhaps you could suggest that if they wanted to donate any kind of money to the food, not only would they show up and it would be really fun, but it would defer some of the costs of whatever we're going to do. Right. And and she was like, I don't know if she was like, I don't think I should ask anybody. I said, Malia Kay, I said, you are offering a super cheap option and all of your friends want to do it. It's not a bad thing to ask them to donate to the cause. When, especially when they're saving a shit ton of money. So anyway, she came back to me a couple of days later. She goes, not only is everyone giving me a ton of money, they are so excited that they're coming here and their parents can't wait. It's going to be fun. And I said, okay. That's weird. Yeah. So I told Daryl, I said, well, you know what this means? I mean, this means we're painting walls. We're <laughs> and he's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wow. It's going to be fun, though. I think it'll be a good time. And it's the last time we're going to throw a party like this because Senior Ball is the, that's it. It's the end. Yeah. The next thing you'll probably be throwing at your house is going to be a baby shower. <gasps> Shut up. No, actually, we're having a little grad party, but that's di- it's going to be that's different. Oh, OK. Uh, it's kind of an open house where everybody can just come in and out for for like a few hours, mm-hmm. which I hope you come. Of course. I, well, what yeah, it'll be super it? fun. I mean- Yeah. What what do I care? I have no life. (laughs) It's going to be on a Thursday. It'll be fun. Anyway, so that's going on. And then I had 
a ton of medical appointments scheduled back to back this week. And I was like, what am I doing to myself? I'm walking panic attack right now. I have my mammogram on Thursday and I was supposed to get my teeth cleaning done on Wednesday. And I said, okay, both things that cause a you lot of anxiety. like the two most stressful things in your I life know. to do in the same week. Okay, so I have the teeth cleaning because I go every three months. Right. And so I, this was my three-month check to go in. And I don't like them because they're painful. Right. And they're, it takes forever for her to find the – because I have to be numb. I, I have mm-hmm. the most sensitive mouth on the planet. It takes like 15 minutes to get everything right. So I'm, a, I'm, I'm experiencing pain for – you know, and I don't mind the shots. It's the, the laser and shit that it hurts. Well, you get those under the the gum treatment. Yes, I yeah. do, and it's to save my teeth. I'm not I'm not interested in getting dentures at fifty. I'm not fifty, but by then I don't want to have to call it a day and say, "Hey, I've changed my mind on caring." Just give me the fakes. I'm going to you know? be one of those people on uh, TV that's playing golf, talking about how bad my teeth were, and then I went to the dentist's office one day and got all implants, and I came out smiling. <laughs> Yeah. That, like these giant, know, bright, fake teeth. So I went to Dr. Fitte. Exactly. No, I'm not doing that. That's going to be me. Anyway. So, yeah. So the, the dental cleaning causes me a week of anxiety before. And sure. then my doctor has been calling me saying, hey, uh, you're a month behind. You need to get your mammogram done. And they call me once a week to remind me, friendly. Uh, just want to remind you, you're a week, you know, you're a month and a half now behind on your mammogram check, your annual. Well, especially since last week you had a spot. Oh, last year? I mean, year? Last, last, last year, I mean. Yes, yeah. I have a, I have a cyst that apparently I've had for a really long time, but it comes, it's like, it gets bigger or smaller depending on the hormones, I assume. Yeah, you know, I have one of those, like I think on the left side of my left breast that mm. depending on like where I am in my cycle. Yes. It'll fill up with fluid or whatever. I don't know what it fills up with, but you're lumpy. I, I do have <laughs> lumpy, lumpy boobs. I've been told that before. Yes. I have very lumpy breasts. Mine are dense, which is very common. As you get older, they get dense, uh, more dense as the elasticity starts to wane. Yours are getting more dense. Mine are starting to feel more like mashed potatoes. Mm. Well, as long as it feels like grapes. Just like my ass. God. You and your ass. I'm going to start running. I seriously am. (laughs) I know I say that all the time, but I'm really going to do it this time. Yeah, you sound like Daryl with his walking. Sure. I'll believe it when I, saw I see it. I saw a picture it. of him in Bodega once. Twice he's gone. <laughs> Three times he's gone, actually. I'm proud of him for going, really. It's, and I'm not being sorry. I'm not being sarcastic. I'm genuinely proud of him for doing it because he doesn't do anything. And so the fact that he's now running again every other week, whatever, it doesn't matter. It's better than it's, nothing. It's moving. Yes. It's all that matters. So and he I <laughs> before I get back to my boob thing. You know, the doctor had some alarming results on his cholesterol. And so we've made, yes. I said, we're making some drastic changes, not forever, but for at least 10 days, we're going to be super drastic about it. He's been such a baby. He has been such a baby. He's like, I'm just hungry all the time. <laughs> no one said you couldn't eat. You just can't have beer or pasta. That's it. He's like, I just want snacks. I'm like, then eat a snack. Jeez. But yeah, he's been fun. I know. <laughs> it's been fun. Everybody acts like it ruins your life. Try having celiac disease. Mm, no kidding. Uh, anyway, so the impending dental appointment was coming. And then I finally said, fine, I will call and make my mammogram. And it wasn't that I was afraid. Strangely, 
only thing I, that I'm not afraid of is the freaking mammogram. It's the weirdest thing. I mean, that should be the thing that causes me the most anxiety because I'm always so sure that one day I will have cancer. And I'm so, just scared to get my boobs squeezed. I just don't want to. I mean, yeah. honestly, I've probably had far worse done to them. If you've but... had a child, you've had worse. Whether it's cesarean or vaginal, it doesn't matter. You've had worse. Yeah, that's true. Mammograms and I did breastfeed. And, yes. And, so... and I've had very, very aggressive nipple boob play before (laughs) so so i'm sure it's fine but i just picture these two plastic like plates just you know having like a (sighs) shortage then just squeezing the shit out of them until they pop or something like that and okay i will i'll explain a mammogram in a second uh it's not plastic it's glass but and metal so i called and i there's the the woman the, the place i go to the imaging place i go to the woman who i have had for the last what four years at least yeah she is amazing and mm-hmm. she only works in the morning till like 10 or 11 at, in the afternoon or in the morning mm-hmm. she just works the morning shift and so now i just say yeah i just i want first available so uh seven in the morning if possible okay we have an opening on thursday hmm and I said, of, of this week? Yes. All right, I'll take it. And then I'm sitting there. So I hang up and I, and I told Daryl, I'm like, you're not gonna believe it. I'm, my mammogram is scheduled for this week, Thursday. Every other time it's been like four weeks out or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he and he goes, that's really great. I'm like, yeah. Do you think they did it because of last year? Do you think I'm an emergency? Do you think they're concerned? Right. Do you have like a mark next to your name yeah. that says, you know, ASAP? I said, do you think that's why? He goes, no, I think there was an opening. <laughs> I said, I don't know. I'm starting to be, now I'm concerned. Is this what married people talk about? <laughs> now I'm sweating. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what if, what if this is like a, what if there's a, like a little notification that says this one needs to come in ASAP when, when she calls, you know? You're flagged. Yeah, I'm flagged as a flight risk and needs to get in immediately so they can carve out whatever thing is, you know, the the gross boob death that's in my body. They're just waiting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hurry up, Jamie. It's time to come to Jesus. What do they call it? Like a waiting duck. You're God. Uh, no. So my, my mind is like, oh, this is such good news. I'm getting it out of the way immediately. And then, you know, three beats later, it's like, why did I get in so quickly? Now I'm worried. <laughs> do you think they were waiting? So that's been going on. And then I did a really dumb thing. Um, Let's see. Was it Sunday or Saturday? It was Saturday. And I have HBO. And on HBO, every Saturday, they put a new movie on. It's like from the year before. Yeah. So it's like, you know, so this last weekend, it was The Nun, that really scary movie about The Nun. Remember that one? No, I don't. You would. If you saw that. Remember, everybody was talking about it. It's the nun that looks like Marilyn Manson. And it was super duper scary last year. Yeah. You know, I don't really pay attention to super scary movies because I just know I'll never see them. Right. And I and it's a supernatural one. And anything involving the oh, Catholic and Church I, and the devil. Absolutely. will never see anything like that. Right. And so it's right. I up don't our invite alley. those things into my home. <laughs> no, those are invitations. <laughs> so, you know, a lot of a lot of faiths believe that. You know. Oh, good. So we're not the only one. No, a lot of people believe that you can invite demons into your home via articles of book or film or or uh, Ouija boards and stuff. Well, you know, I would think you so. don't mess with that shit. So it was like I felt safe because it was the very end. There was like 15 minutes of it left. So I'm like, oh, well, and I love scary movies, but I don't like supernatural scary. I like slasher films mm-hmm. or vampire. And so... Mm-hmm. 
I'm like, oh, well, things are coming to an end so I can see the end and it won't be so scary because usually that's when the demon gets killed or whatever. So I'll just watch it. But I watched enough. It was fucking terrifying. And oh, I, my God. Are you serious? I don't think it, it got like marginally. It, it was like 57 percent liked it. You know what I mean? It was kind of those horror movies never really do well. And I mean, I think there was one. This is this is like the prequel prequel to that one really super scary one about the haunted house at the two or the, the possessed house with a couple. They're like exorcists or something. Jesus Christ. What the hell? I can't remember the name of it. Um, but this is like the prequel to it, like how it all began. And so it was his demon. And so it's terrorizing these nuns in this nunnery in Romania. And this demon takes the form of a nun and it's freaking terrifying. And whenever it screams at you, it blows you back. Like that's its superpower is it can like blow you back with its scream. And so anyway, I'm watching this thing and I'm like, oh, look at that. And then there's the imagery is so creepy. And so I'm watching it. And I'm like, wow, that was really scary. And I'm like, oh, cool. Well, it's over. So I just moved on with my day. No big deal. Didn't think about it again until I turned off the TV at 1230 in the morning that night. The second oh I turned the television off, the instant I turned the television off, I see the scary nun in my face, in my eye, you know, my brain. <laughs> and I'm like, why did I watch that? Why? Did you text, text Daryl to come downstairs and get you? No, I was in bed. Oh, I was in bed. And I was like, and I hear him snoring silently, peacefully away. And I'm just laying there going, oh, my God. Did you like kick him just to be like, Daryl, wake up. I just had to move around to like blink my eyes a little bit because I'm like, okay, I'm freaking myself out. Stop it. Stop it. But I've done that before. One time I did that when I was a kid and I turned on a channel and it was super black screen. I'm like, oh, is the screen not working? It was the exorcist. Ah! (laughs) And I turned it on right when there was a jumping out point. And I was like, "Ah!" it was like two in the morning. It was ridiculous. So ridiculous. Anyway, yes. So I I keep giving myself anxiety for no damn reason. It's like all self-inflicted. But a mammogram is... Really not that bad. First, the, the, the thing I hate the most, honestly, is that you say you can't wear um, deodorant or perfume when you come in. What? Yeah, they don't. You can't have any kind of chemicals on your body. What if you get? Okay, see, that's the worst because when I get nervous <laughs> exactly. or scared, yes. like that's when my BO is the worst. <laughs> you and everyone else on the planet. Yes. It's like the certain freight. And that's when my back starts to sweat because <laughs> dad and I are very similar in that regard. Yes. Dad and I don't sweat. I don't know I if don't you e- sweat. No, not at okay, all. Okay, no. Nope. I. In fact, I have told I so I many. Par- well, I shouldn't say so many. I haven't had that many. But I have told many a partners that I don't sweat at all during sex because they're just like, oh, I'm going to make you sweat. And I'm like, actually, you won't because I don't sweat. And one time, one of them is just like, see, you're sweating. I'm like, no, that's you dripping on me. (laughs) So anyways, but I do start to get like a little like clammy I guess you can put it <laughs> when I get nervous and I yes. can almost feel it's like a cutting sensation Ooh. in my armpit oh yes and 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 my back mm-hmm. and so I know if I had my arm up with like a freaking technician there in my pit <laughs> yeah. messing with my boob it yeah. would it, so that's the the worst part is when they say they'll call they're, now they're going to call me and say just a reminder you have your mammogram at you know at seven a.m. and by the way no perfume no deodorant I'm like all right 
And so you go in. So you have your little shirt on, the little vestie on. Okay. And what's funny at this one specifically, it looks like a dressing room. You walk in and there's like three doors, three dressing rooms, and then there's a little bench. Mm -hmm. So there's, you know, sometimes there's a bunch of ladies just chilling, waiting for their turn to get their mammogram or whatever. And you feel like you're waiting for a dressing room to like try on jeans or something. So, (laughs) I mean, there's a mirror and everything in there. So well, what I, are you going to look at yourself in the vest? Apparently. Well, because you have to redress. So I assume that oh, it's a courtesy. I see what you're yeah, I guess if you like going straight to work afterwards. Yeah. So something. you put the little vest on and you walk in. My person is one of the nicest humans I've ever met in the medical world. She's so great. So it's this big machine that looks like a it's just like a big machine that kind of looks like one of those things where teachers put plastic on so they can write on it. What are those things called? The oh, projector? Like a, yeah. yeah. It looks like a yeah. projector. And so, you know, she's got to touch her boob and she's got to put it. She places it gently on the plate, the glass plate, which you can see it's clear. Okay. And then they slowly bring it down and they tell you to hold on to a certain thing a certain way. And they slowly crank it down, crank it down. And just when you think you're like, oh, this isn't so bad then she cranks it one more time. You're like, okay. Uh. All right. But it's doable. It's not excruciating. And you can't see how flat your boob is. So that's good. Because I don't think I'd want to see it. I don't think I'd want to know that. I don't either. And so then they do it. And so they do two per boob. So they do one way, one way. And then they flip it and do it another way. And then they do the other boob. And then you're done. And so last year when I had it done, I knew that, that she had seen something. Because she goes, all right, well, you have a great day. And every other time she's like, well, I don't really see anything of concern. So you might get a letter, blah, blah, blah. So last year when she said, all right, you have a great day. I'm like, oh, no. What did you she see? She saw something. So, of course, my doctor calls and says, yeah, well, you know. And it's like, don't panic. This is very common. And I said, what? And he said, they found a little mark. It's probably nothing. It's usually nothing. It's rarely anything. But you need to have a second follow-up. All right. And so I hang up and I can't hear anything. <laughs> I can't hear anything. I've gone. It's like. <laughs> yes. I've gone completely deaf. I can't see. I'm like, I'm like my you're, dog. You're, your body's trying to pass out. <laughs> it's desperately trying to remove myself from this place. I mean, it's over. So I go downstairs. I didn't say anything. And finally goes, what's, what's go? Who was that? And I'm like, oh, it's Dr. Fong. He got my results for a mammogram. He goes, what is it? And he's like, I'm dying. He's like, what? <laughs> I said, I have to go back. He's like, what do you mean? Wait a minute. And I, so, you know chaos ensued and so for three I, I i called because they weren't calling me to make the follow-up appointment so i finally called and i said i see this is how it's going to be i have to be aggressive so i said hey you guys are supposed to call me for a follow-up what's going on they're like oh right yeah yeah yeah. oh yeah here you are okay what about like uh two weeks from today i'm like two weeks yeah really they said look if it was serious we would have gotten you in the same day that's how it works. And I said, oh, right. all right. And so I said, so for two weeks, I had to wait for the follow-up. And of course, I was preparing for my death. I was crying. I was sure that they had made a mistake, that it was something serious. It was the worst two weeks of my life. Wow. I'm already prepared for a follow-up because I think that's just the way it is. I've talked to a lot of f- women friends who have said, I've never not had a follow-up. Like, it's always a follow-up. So I'm prepared for it. Maybe this is just the second part of mammograms, is that if they find something, they always do the follow-up. I just have to deal with it. 
And so I'm a little more mentally prepared this year so that if I do have to get it, then it is what it is. And they even told me, they said, that thing isn't going anywhere. The only time we would ever remove it surgically is if it was causing you discomfort. I'm like, okay. And of course, mom is like, Jamie, that's how it starts. (laughs) God. Yes. The forever optimist. Yes. And she goes, well, that's what they said to my sisters. I'm like, your sisters were alcoholics and they smoked. Stop it. I'm not any of those things. Don't you just love our mother? She's just waiting for the next crisis. The one you can go to for comfort and love. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Let, Let me tell you something. If I get results and our mother shows up. I know shit got real, real yeah, fast. Seriously. <laughs> just seriously. the way it is. Just don't make her your emergency contact. She's not. She is not. Daryl is. You're my emergency contact for everything, by That's the way. That's fine. I won't pull the In plug. In case I, you know, mm-hmm. trip over and get a staple to the head or something like that. Don't worry. I will not let you live like a vegetable. Unless you want to. I mean. Just make sure there's no brain activity. If there's brain activity, don't pull the plug. I won't. I won't. I will wait until there's just nothing for a long time, by the way. I'll wait. We'll just see what happens. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. So So I get a call today. Mm. Well, tomorrow at 10 o'clock, I have a hair appointment. (gasps) I know. Like for real. For real. I'm probably going to get a little trim just to see if there's any dead ends, but I'm really happy with the length. I I like it super long the way it is. You might need a little layers or something. I think I'll probably do some layers in the front just to kind of like break up the straightness or whatever it is. I don't know. Cool. But I'm doing like full highlights. Oh, blonde. Yes. Blonde, of course. Okay. And so I don't look like such a (laughs) mousy sap, but, um, so I get, I'm like excited about that. Today I get a call. Oh Hi, this is so-and-so from Planned Parenthood. We're just reminding you about your, uh, your woman's annual appointment that you made oh. and, uh, you know, blah, 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 check. And I'm just, and she's like, it's tomorrow at 920. Are you still going to make it? And so I'm sitting in my car driving in my car and I'm just like, hmm, tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. <laughs> do I do the hair appointment or do I get my health checked? Hair appointment. And so I said, I'm actually going to have to cancel that appointment. (laughs) It's so hard when you have a good stylist. You don't want to let it go, man. I don't even know she's good. This is my first time. Oh. I found her on Yelp for crying out loud. Because you know my stylist, she got another job. Oh, she doesn't do hair anymore? No. She's a radiologist. Well, I, so hope it, I hope this is good. Yeah, I hope it works out good. Today. I mean, how hard can it be, really? I mean, the salon's pretty highly rated. and <laughs> I have trust issues. I could never walk in blindly to a salon. It would be rough. That'd be rough. I think uh, I should bank on that, considering where I'm at in my life. That's <laughs> just Why not add thing. it to the pile? It's another thing I don't need. So A bad haircut? <laughs> and, and a bad dye job. My yeah. hair is blue! <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just going to be like ash blonde. And I'm going to be like, oh, good. I look 10,000 years older. Oh, good. I look 50. Thank you. I look like Thank my mother. So I look like awesome. my mom. She'll love it. And you took off four inches. Perfect. Excellent. So I have a mom bob and mom <laughs> hair colored. I look like I'm from Jersey. No, I'm just. Jesus. You look like a mob wife now. <laughs> Uh, let's delve into Paula's world. Now, I saw your incredibly vicious, venomous post mm-hmm. where your son is starting to have not girl troubles in the bad way. 
he's he's very very sought after by certain segments of his school so basically what happened was is Rang came to me and he said mom he's like how can you tell if a girl likes you so me thinking my son is still young and innocent I'm like well I'm like you might catch her glancing at you from across the classroom or if you look over at her and she's looking at you and then she turns her head like you know to pretend like you know she wasn't staring at you or something like that right you know just little innocent things or she might you know like smile at you passing you in the hall I'm like, why do you ask? And he's like, well, he's like, there's this girl in my science class, I think. Every time she walks past me when I'm on the computer, she kind of brushes her hand against my neck. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, excuse me? What? (laughs) So he says, yeah, she just brushes her hand across my neck. And I'm like, like just one time or has this happened multiple times? Mm. He's He's like, no, like multiple times. And I'm just like, really? What? I'm like, I'm like, who is this girl? And he's like, oh, her name is blah, blah, blah. She's got brown hair. He's like, I think she's Hispanic. And I'm like, oh, is that so? <laughs> so he's like, yeah, he's all, she's got these nails. And I'm like, whoa. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to stop you right there. I don't want to hear anymore. I said, what do you mean she's got these nails? And so then he says, well, when she brushes her hand against me, she kind of drags her nails along the back of my neck. And I was just like, (laughs) so I was literally like, my blood was boiling at this Mm. point. And I said, she's a Hispanic girl and she's dragging her nails on the back of your neck, Ryan. I said, Mm. Ryan, she's going into territory that you are just not ready for. Yeah, that's a little, I think that's a little above his pay grade. That's what I was thinking. (laughs) I'm just like, I said, this is just, you're just not ready for this, period. No. I just am saying that I, she clearly knows things that you don't know and you don't need to be delving into this territory with her. And he's like, well, what, what's the big deal? And I said, Ryan, I said, I'm only half Mexican and I have nails. And I know when I like a boy, I know what I do with my fingernails. And oh, my God. Did he blush? He just kind of looked at me weird. He's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, I think yeah. he's just like, oh, mom. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I had nothing from my child. And so I would just say stay far away from that one. I just said, just be careful. And so he says, well, I think it might be over anyway. I'm like, why do you say that? And he says, well, he says, I was going to invite her to go to the library sometime, like during lunch (laughs) and like hang out. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, that's, you know, innocent enough. You Mm -hmm. know, no one can touch anyone in the library inappropriately or. Well, wait, is the library the library or is the library code for something? No, it's the library. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. And I said, as long as you're not like in the corner reading erotic novels and touching each other's parts, I said, then, (laughs) you know, I'm all right with it. (laughs) So he said, no, mom, it's not like that. Mm. But as soon as I said that, he says, I was talking to my friends about it. And then he says, as soon as I told my friends that they ran up to her and said, Ryan's going to ask you out. Oh, my God. And I said, well, your first mistake, Ryan, was telling your friends. That's right. And I said, you'd never tell your friends your game plan ever. And so they'll blow it for you in a minute. The other day, this was a couple days later. I said, so what's going on with fingernails? And uh, 
he's just like nothing she just she doesn't do it anymore i'm like why i'm out was it because of what your friends did he's like i think so Aww. he says i asked my friend and uh who knows her and he asked her if she liked me and she said only as a friend so oh boy. Wah, wah, wah. and i'm like that's bullshit she probably did like you she just you know got scared because all your friends i want to know and- what older siblings suggested that she string her long nails against some guy's Seriously. neck i mean they're not even 13 years old it's like i don't want to say but well listen i know a lot of people lost their virginity at 14 so it's not <sighs> shocking but my point is that obviously it was even a maybe a bit too advanced for her is it can we maybe suggest that perhaps she didn't know what she was doing <laughs> Well, maybe she didn't, but she was doing it a lot, so... Yeah, if Tyler told me that, I'd be like, stay away from her. She's a whore. I I think that word did come out of my mouth. But um, I just, yeah, I was uh, a little taken aback by the whole fingernail thing. I'm like, whoa, that's that's like high school business, Ryan. I was just going to say, in high school, it would be something I would kind of not be yeah. so surprised of but i said but even like fingernails anything in fingernails. high school i'm like that's just dragging a fingernail up a guy's back i said on the neck that's like whoa <laughs> i was pretty naive i didn't do any kind of flirting i didn't even know when someone was flirting with me to be honest with you i i mean did you know no that's always been my problem like victor's just like that guy was totally flirting with you what? and i'm like what because he asked for my order you know i just i don't get it i never you know it's the always the most unexpected things that are happening that victor thinks someone was flirting with me or he accuses me of flirting with someone oh and I'm god just like, why because i'm being nice i'm like what do you want me to be you want me to be a dick to someone i don't you even know? know how to flirt i literally have no idea how to do it i've never done it successfully ever i can't even add i don't even know I know how to be me or I know how to be a total slut. And that's the only (laughs) ways I know how to be. I don't know. There's nothing in between. There is no come hither looks. There is no. no, I'm not good at any of that. I just look. Yeah, there's no quippy dialogue. There's nothing. I wouldn't even know. I mean, I'm the stupid person where somebody goes, hey, how are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. Do you like bread? I mean, I don't even know. I don't know. Yeah. Like if they did come up and be like, hey, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm good. How are you? What's going on? Yeah, they're just like, uh, can I, uh, so, uh, you having fun tonight? I'm like, yeah, I think it's okay. I mean, so it's pretty- hey, can I buy you a drink? I'm like, already got one. Thanks. You know, can I, I buy mean, you I drink? wouldn't know. I'd, be like, I'd be like, oh no, that's okay. I can buy my own. You don't have to buy me one. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm looking out for them. <laughs> if some guy went up to me and said, how you doing? I'd be like, I do all right. You? That has happened to me before. Where I go, so how's you doing? And I'm like, um, fine. Uh, do you know that you don't know me? <laughs> like, I'm like, are you sure? Are you sure I'm the one you meant to say hello to? Because I don't think. Do I know you? Yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't really know I you. I don't think you look familiar to me. Did I we don't know him. Before? Yeah. I have no concept of, of flirting. I don't know how to do it myself. I wouldn't even know how to do it. I would. I just walk up there and be like, I'd be like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> I think my idea of flirting is when I do extended eye contact with someone. That's the only thing I've, that's my only trick. 
That's my well, only now trick. Now that I'm old, it's on accident because I'm trying to look at something <laughs> and I realize I've been staring at someone for ten seconds. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, I have a stig, I have a, st- I have a stigmatism. I don't know. I thought you were someone else. I apologize. I'm like, oh, hey, you. Sorry. I, I wasn't actually looking at you. I was looking at the uh, menu. I was above looking you. at the clock sorry. over there. Yeah, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to eat. Do you have you had the chili fries? Yeah. <laughs> but occasionally, if I get a glance of, of course, this was long ago. If I get a glance of a guy that I think might be cute from afar and he sees me and I catch him and then we'll do the extended eye contact and there's always a a coy little smile that's my favorite thing that's good yeah but that's not flirting I don't have any verbal flirtation skill I couldn't do that I'd I'd start laughing yeah no that was my only that was my only thing that was my only move my face would look like I smelled a fart or something (laughs) like that yeah I have I have no verbal game I can only do the distant you know it's like oh I saw her from across the room kind of shit that's it that's all I got I'm pretty forward and uh I wouldn't call it flirting I just you know I see something I like I'm like hey Emma you're pretty cute you want to dance with me <laughs> really and did it work uh yeah it's it's worked pretty well for me or i'd be like hey you're pretty cute you want to buy me a drink <laughs> hey you're pretty cute i could never do that with a straight face it would not work well i don't usually have a straight face i have a big smile on my face <laughs> <laughs> that's good that you're so forward i am not i am so not wow did i ever tell you about the time that daryl cock blocked me what yeah we were not dating yet. We were kind of, we were sleeping with each other. That was it. Okay. I mean, it was very early on. We were not in a committed anything. He was newly single and I was just living my life. I was allowing it. I didn't have a lot of feelings for him yet, but I was single. Uh-huh. I had to go to this event, uh, the company we both worked for. I had to go to an event at this place And there was a lot of vendors there. A lot of clients were there. And there was this one client that sold boats, like all kinds of boats, fishing to yacht. Just they were a really big client. And so there was a bunch of people from their uh, company there. And I was there, I don't know, doing whatever I had to do. One of the guys that was there was pretty cute, but I didn't, like I said, I don't flirt. I don't know what that is. And so, and I was working, so I had no mind of my own at all. But ultimately after doing a bunch of stuff and I was interacting with this guy, he was apparently flirting with me, which I did not realize. And finally he goes, so uh, can I get your number? And I said, what? I go, what? Oh, you want my number? He said, yeah. And I go, oh, I said, well, how about if I give you my, my work number and you can call me at work? Because I, I don't give my number out. I never did. We mm-hmm. didn't have cell phones back then. It was the old days. So I always take their number. I was not going to call him. <laughs> so I just. That's why I take their number. <laughs> yeah. And I said, so just, well, he was cute and I didn't really think it. And I literally didn't think anything of it. So I said, just call me at work. And I gave him my, my work number and my direct line. And so he called the next day, Monday the, or the following work day, he called me. And I was not at my desk and Daryl picked it up knowing because we had my, the receptionist there, we were kind of friends and she's like, oh my God, that guy from what's it, whatchamacallit boating is calling. And I said, oh sweet. And I'm like, well, I can't, I can't take it right now. Can you just take a message or send him to voicemail? Daryl picked up that fucking call. He called him back and he said, Hey, she's not available. She's seeing somebody. Don't call again. That is so funny. And he told me, he goes, I just want you to know what I did. And I said, what? I'm like, how dare you? I was so mad. 
I'm like, you cock blocked me? Asshole! Like, who do you think you are? I gave him my number for a reason. He's like, but you said you wanted to see me. It was crazy. It was so crazy. I had never been so angry in my life at him. Isn't that sane? That's funny. That's really funny. I actually thought about just going out with this guy for the sake of it, but the dude was like, dude, I'm sorry. I didn't know. I'm sorry. She gave me your number. Was he rich or something? No. He was just a guy. He's like, and in fact, the argument, he's like, what were you going to do? Marry him? <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know what I was going to do. I don't even remember his name. You I don't know, know my life. <laughs> so I'm like, you don't know my life. I might. <laughs> Maybe I will. Yeah, you know what? I think I will. <laughs> Maybe I'll be Mrs. Boat Party person. I'll be Mrs. Boat. How's that? <laughs> it was hilarious. And the argument ensued, and I was like, this, because he made, he was very proud of the fact that he was not a jealous person. Oh, I would have cut him off at that point. And I said, I said, this coming from the man who claims to never be jealous of anyone ever. Well, I, I'm not jealous. I'm not. And I'm like, you are. I'm like, you're sickening. I actually like men who are jealous, but I have yet to date someone who's jealous. I, you know what? I don't or know. Or maybe I've just never actually been with someone who cared enough about me to be jealous. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But I hope you, I hope you gave Ryan some pointers to uh, wait it out for the, uh, the highfalutin nail girls until high school. Well, I just told him that, you know, one, don't tell your friends. Mm. I liked his idea of inviting her to the library at lunch. I thought that was sweet. Very innocent and sweet. I said, watch out for the Mexicans. I said, I just, I'm uncomfortable with it. <gasps> not, not anything, you know, there's anything wrong with the Hispanics. I just, I'm just telling you, I said, I'm only half and I know what I'm like. We are, we are jalapeno poppers and we're only half. I think it was a blessing. Do you think we got dad's 100% libido, though? Yes. I wonder. Uh, Well, you can wonder. Hey, maybe our mother is something, and maybe that's why we're so way the way we are. I'm pretty sure mom's like a Barbie. I don't think so. I don't think that's true. (laughs) I don't know, Jamie. Sometimes I wonder. (laughs) Well, first of all, a lady never talks. Never kisses and tells. So if she does, we talk all the time. Well, who said we were ladies? (laughs) God, I was talking about our mom. (laughs) I know, right? Yeah, but um, yeah, I know. I think mom would rather die than ever talk about one of her sexual encounters, her conquests. (laughs) I think our mom does. I think our mom did fine. She was single for a long time when we were around, and she didn't seem to. Have any problem getting a date on a Friday night? I would laugh if I found out mom slept with more than five people. I would not be surprised. Oh, wow. What? I just, I don't see it. No, I refuse to believe that she's a prude. And I think that she does just, did just fine. I think she did just fine. I don't think our mom does. I don't think she has ever wanted for companionship. I think she has the same problem that I ha- have in that you have to choose to be alone in life. You, you, we, it's a, it's a wonderful thing to not have to, to ever be concerned that you're where, where your next meal is coming from. <laughs> yeah, that's probably pretty true. I've never really had to worry about You don't. That. I'm just, I'm not saying that the caliber of man is exceptional. I'm just saying in general oh, no. terms, but I mean, you know, there's, 
There's always dick. Yeah. Yeah. So when I was single, I had to choose to be alone. I had to say no. I said no, sir. Not this <laughs> right. weekend. You know, God. No dick for me. None. And I'm choosing it. So. I choose I, my choice. Yes, I live my truth and I choose my choice. God damn it. It's true. All right. Well, lesson learned on that one. Yes. So, anywho's, uh, so we have some ugly and awkward moments. This yes, week? it's time to do our ugly and awkward moments of the week. Flirting edition. Because there are so <laughs> many fails out there. I once tried to tell a girl she had really pretty eyes. It came out as, whoa, you have huge pupils. <laughs> oh. That's one way of doing it. Or uh, someone could tell you they have a freckle in their eye and you bend over and stare at it for 15 minutes while they just look at your tits. <laughs> I wonder how many women fall for that line. Oh, I think a lot. <laughs> I have a freckle in my eye. Come in and look. So Let you're bending see. down, looking, <laughs> staring in their eyes for a long, long time, time while your boobs are just hanging, hanging out, out. and they're just staring at your boobs, jiggling around. Look, I'll look down so you can see it. <laughs> God. Oh, I can smell your perfume. <laughs> okay. I hate it. You know, and I am gullible too, by the way. Uh, well, we both were. Yes. <laughs> You'll like this one too, the way he said it. When I was in college, I had long hair for a guy. I'm also a redhead, so I have no soul. Okay. It was quite, it was quite a mane. Our uh, one brutally day, I was wearing a long black overcoat while pumping gas, and I heard a voice behind me say, "Hey, baby, want to go back to my place and get warm?" I turned around, thinking it must have been directed at someone else, but instead saw the most surprised old man I'd ever seen. When he caught sight of my full beard, he jumped like he had just touched a live wire. <laughs> He stammered, oh, God bless you, as he backpedaled back to his pickup truck and ran over a curb trying to leave the gas station. Oh, my God. Okay, here's the last one. And he starts with a sigh. This made me laugh. <laughs> I was flirting with a girl in a bar, and it seemed to be going well. About a half hour into our conversation, I had one of those very strong sneezes, the ones that come out of nowhere and can't be stopped. God, I totally, you totally know what you're I ended up snotting into my hand and had a string of goo from my hand to my face when I pulled my hands away. <laughs> so he, he walked away. <laughs> oh god actually yeah, you, you can't recover from that. how do you recover from snot it's really Just run hard in the bathroom and then hope she's still sitting there when you get back i really don't know. afford her the opportunity to vacate you know if you really like somebody and that happens i mean me i would have laughed my ass off and i would have been like go get a freaking tissue i'd be like god. here's a bar napkin i don't think do it's gonna help but like, go get a towel. Jesus. Is this normal for you? Right. Do you have allergies? God. Anyway, oh those are the hugging God. notes. That Flirting Awkward funny. 101. My goodness. Yes. Uh, okay, really, really quick before we close, we have to say goodbye. But, Paula, there's going to be a prequel to Greece. Shut the front door. Yes. Why? I don't know. Ugh. What? 
Let me see. Um, Why are they ruining everyone's lives? I don't know. Okay, it says... Uh, Paramount has hired a screenwriter to write the screenplay for a Grease prequel titled Brace Yourselves, Summer Loving. It is with heavy hearts that we relay this terrifying news of a prequel to the hit musical Grease. Readers will recall the events of the original Grease, blah, blah, blah. Despite their obvious, you may also recall a nerve-rattling musical number, blah, blah, blah. The retelling of their, oh, how they met, you know, tell me more, tell me more, that whole thing. Yeah. Nobody can do Danny Zuko. Who can do who can do Sandy? I don't even want to know who they're going to cast. It's gonna they're be- going to cast stupid ass people that I hate. I know. And uh, it's well, you know what they're going to do they're going to cast real teenagers. And so it's going to be weird. Are. They can't do that because, you know, they have sex and stuff and I don't want to see 16-year-olds doing that shit. But I would hope for the this the the sake of trying to honor the Greece and Grease 2. And I have to tell you, Paula, I kind of like Grease 2 more. I like I kinda, them both for different reasons. I love Grease 2. I was on the other night and I was like, I know Remember, I watched it. <laughs> I watched I it love too. You. And I was like, why you am I liking be this? Far away. I just close my <laughs> eyes. And I'm like, how? How is Michelle Pfeiffer never talking about this movie? It's amazing. And I'm like, I think she was embarrassed by it. To she be shouldn't be. It was it's so funny. Are you kidding me? If I had fucking made that movie, I would like make sure it was like in theaters today. I'd be like pushing <laughs> for it i would wear a pink lady jacket on the oscar red carpet i'd be like look guys i'd be like look up motherfuckers (laughs) hey jennifer lopez made a whole career out of being selena i think michelle pfeiffer could do the same (laughs) i I just love it if they just stick with it i can deal with the prequel because it doesn't really infringe on anything because it's a story that no one really knows other than the song if they can make it like Grease 2, where it's its own individual movie. Kind of campy and fun and 50s and... Completely unrelated in some way. Yeah. Like, Grease 2 has had nothing to do with Grease. Just Dee Dee Khan. <laughs> yeah, but she wasn't even a link, really. I mean, no, it just... she just it kept, had... She just kept taking chemistry. <laughs> yeah. Over and over again. Grease 2 stood on its own two feet. Grease yes. stood on its own two feet. If this movie can stand on its own two feet without infringing on Grease, then I'll be okay with it. Wouldn't it be cool if there were cameos from like Stalker Channing or something? No, see, that will... That oh, will, you don't want to link it. You don't want it to It'll bleed link. it together. I don't want that. I want it to... You know, just like when they did that Footloose remake that totally flopped. Gag. That nobody ever saw. Right. You know, I'm glad. I'm glad that thing fell in the toilet and got flushed. Same with Overboard. No one watched that one. I forgot they even made that. Exactly. And that's how we want it to be. All right. Well, we'll we'll have to keep track of this. Yeah. And then we'll we'll go. Actually, we should just steal it from these people and just, Mm -hmm. you know, go knock them over the head and say, I'm sorry, (laughs) you're not doing this. We are. We've decided. We don't care that you're Sorry, the John guy. August. We're taking it from you. It's ours now. Okay. We've, we've just decided. It has to be this way. So it shall be done. Yes, we are done. So we will see you on Sunday. Hopefully you have a good rest of your week. Easter's coming up. So do your Easter shopping on Amazon. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.